need a medical marijuana recommendation like I did, do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient. Nine Massachusetts locations. Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk. Also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation. Get legal. CanacareDocs.com. Welcome to the show. We've got people filing in right now. Uh, we're the Young Jerks, live up on our Facebook page right now. My name is Mike Crawford. Busy, busy week. So much happening in Boston and around the show. And I don't know, maybe I'll apologize for uh, being a bigger jerk this week while I'm drinking at my, from my juice box, by the way. But... Uh, we will definitely be commenting on uh, WBC, uh, uh, WCVB, the news story that I posted about on my Facebook page that uh, got a lot of comments, including uh, from the Commissioner of Cannabis, Shalene Title. Might read her comment on my Facebook page today. Uh, but right now, we have bigger things to do, much bigger things. I'm very excited. Uh, we have an elected official, another elected official in studio to take your questions, to take uh, your phone calls if you want to call in. You know the phone number, 617. And we'll put that up in a minute. We're not going to take calls yet, but uh, you can call in if you have a question. Uh, some questions have already been submitted on Facebook, which I really appreciate. We're going to invite him. He's been, uh, he got here nice and early. He's been very patient waiting for us. Uh, we also have Judy Foster here. Hello, Judy. Hey, hey, I'm sorry I'm late, guys. You are late? Yes. But uh, that's I'm, okay. I'm here. Definitely okay. Uh, let's get... Do, are you excited? I'm excited. I'm always excited to be here with you. What? Are you extra excited, though, today, I'm though? I'm excited. Ex extra excited to see uh, <laughs> Rep again. Carvalho. Uh, it's nice to see you again. Good yeah, we, we have... Uh, let's say his name. What's his full name? Uh, should I screw it up? No, I'm not going to Yeah, you up. should. How about <laughs> I said I his last myself. name properly. You want to do it? Yes. Carvalho, yes. right? I, well, you I'm, can do it, sir. I'm state rep of Vandal Carvalho... Um, State rep in Fifth Suffolk, parts of Dorchester and Roxbury. Been a state rep for four years. And you're also running for Suffolk County District Attorney, which I'm really excited to hear about this too. Thank you, thank you. Yes, yes. That's as, as you know, DA Conley has been in office for 16 years. Uh, so we have a, a unique opportunity to have a discussion about what the role of the DA is. Uh, we haven't had that kind of discussion in a very long time. In fact, it's happening all over the country. So. I'm very excited to be in this discussion, you know, to be a young uh, a kid, an immigrant kid uh, who came here at 15 years old and grew up in, in, in Dorchester, went to Madison Park High School, uh, you know, to win. In fact, I was at, at Madison earlier uh, for the uh, uh, for the march in front of the school, so it was just, uh, been a great day so far. Oh, well, you had the, you were there? Yes, Boston I was. Common? Uh, yes. You, no, I was. At, I didn't go to, all the way to my Boston Commons. I was at, 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 at Roxbury, where it began, which was in front of Madison Park, which is where I went to high school uh, during my teens, and then I went to UMass Amherst, uh, then Howard Law in D.C. So uh, you know, again, 
and, and now I live in the corner with my wife and daughter. I got a beautiful, beautiful little girl, uh, three years old. So to, for me to even be in part of the discussion is a humbling uh, honor uh, to be to be part of it. So I'm excited. Uh, you've been already. It seems like uh, speaking for things like which we're like we're always about here, right, Judy? Oh, Criminal yeah. justice Absolutely. reform, right? Absolutely. Yes, yes. Um, it's it, that's been the focus of my my tenure as a rep for the past four years, and that's because uh, you know I live and grew up in Dorchester, right? Uh, you know the communities I went to school in Roxbury. In fact, I turned around after law school and became an ADA in Roxbury. So in terms of the issues with criminal justice, uh, you know, I've been in the trenches. I understand them from so many different angles. Uh, you know, as a rep, going to so many different wakes of, of lives lost uh, through gun violence, but also going to prison and seeing, you know, mass incarceration, seeing brown and black Duke cats that look like me. Uh, so I think the experiences that I've had makes the unique qualified to be in the house to speak on these issues, right? So right. I have, to be honest, you know, again, it's another honor to, to be four years in the house and have so much almost influence with, with the other members that have been there so much longer than me. Uh, in fact, yesterday I was at a press conference uh, about the, uh, the report, about the conference committee report of the bills uh, that came out of one of the house, one of the Senate. So of course, there were three people that are discussing what's ultimately gonna be law and some key piece of, of bills that I filed, literally uh, sponsored and led uh, becoming law, particularly, you know, uh, going again towards mass incarceration, uh, raising, uh, raising the age of criminal responsibility, for instance, uh, you know, for the past, God knows when, uh, children as, as young as seven years old can be arrested and often, this is why we talk about school to prison pipeline, because kids are acting up in school, as they often do, as I used to, uh, you know, whether, uh, so, they would be get arrested uh, for those minor things, whether it's, it's disturbing the peace, disturbing assembly, you know, breaking a chair, you name it, right? So as young as seven years old, they've been going to, to jail. So now, soon, there's gonna be law, and this is a, a bill that I, that I found to increase the criminal responsibility from six, to, from seven to 12, right? Which is a major step forward. So the kids in between those ages, seven, eight, nine, 10, 10 yeah. 11, when they act up in school, let's let's all involve another agency. Let's talk about restorative justice. Right. Let's see how can we bring families, their kids, to, right? Their kids, right? Like uh, this is a and this is a problem too, right? In the like in some of the things we've seen in the past, maybe not as much. I mean, mm -hmm. there's still gang issues, but they're not like they were apparently from what we hear. Well, from right, our, right, guess, but I mean, that's this is their targets uh, sometimes, or even the, the kids as young as ten. We're talking about right, ten, eleven right. years old. Uh, you know, they get and, and for kids to be just arrested to go to court. It, you know, and I because I was an ADA and I used to see it. Families to be in court alone, even if a kid is there with an adult, uh, as a you know, as a as a just because he he can't go to school today, right? So yeah. if a parent's charged with a crime. It goes, you know, that child goes with the parent. That's traumatizing. It's right. kind of like going to the doctors, right? Oh, yeah. Going to an emergency room because you're just, the, the way the system function, you're kind of just watching. And sometimes you can see, oftentimes, unfortunately, you know, the defendant particularly would just be taken, you know, taken through the system in a sense, right? right. With powerless, right? So particularly to have kids go through that kind of stuff is, to me, is amazing. Uh, it's it's devastating. Yeah, it's, it's, it's de yeah, it's, it's devastating. It's devastating uh, for our communities. Yes. Uh, so, so you know that and repealing mandatory minimums, particularly with drug offenses, 
nonviolent drug offenses, something um, that I also led and filed. I did stuff on victims' rights, uh, particularly with, uh, you know, with, with, as you mentioned, with some gang violence in our communities and, and, and just, just young men and women being killed in our communities. Often uh, families ha don't have the capacity to pay for their burial service. And there's a state right. fund uh, that allows for, for families to apply for that on a need base to help them. I think it's up to $25,000 for burial services, whether it's casket, you know, you name it, right, to pay the funeral home. Uh, oftentimes in our families, uh, you know, the families, would, the survivors would not have the capacity to pay and they would apply, they wouldn't get the money because the law says uh, if, if someone contributed to their homicide, yes. which means, you know, I was hanging on the, on the corner, right? right? Which means I'm deemed to be part of a particular gang, right. which means any number of things. So if you're a medical patient purchasing right. cannabis, oh my God, <laughs> forget about it. Then right. you're, so, you're, you should die. Uh, so we... So I was able to change, I'm changing that law now too, right? And this is not because, you know, I came up with the idea, but because families talk to me about it. I go to these wakes and I, I make calls to the attorney general to try to see what we can do, right? So I just, uh, again, it just comes down to, to the unique experiences that I've had as, as a young man in the community for the past several years, you know, like I came here at 15 and earlier today I was, um, I was knocking on doors, right? The, the bulk, bulk of a campaign uh, for the candidate, the, uh, at least for me, the most passionate part about it, most enjoyable experience of being a candidate is knocking on doors and, and, and talking to people and learning the issues. Uh, and today I, I got the pleasure to go back to the street where I grew up in and the neighborhood that I that I grew up in, you know, the parks and so on. And so it was kind of like going down memory lane to, to know that I grew up here and, and really made uh, so many mistakes like so many of my friends did uh, and was blessed enough to not make some critical ones uh, that either end up, like some, some of them did, you know, deported to Cape Verde and killed, uh, imprisoned, uh, or just not doing anything positive right now. For me to, to be in the position that I am, I am today is, is by the grace of God and a few people, including my mom, uh, and a particular teacher at Madison that kind of pulled me aside and, and, and got me to where I am. So it was a very, uh, you know, after being at Madison again for the, for the, for the march and then to go to do the, do the do the knocking on doors. It's been a very special day for me, so I'm, I'm honored to be awesome. uh, up here uh, with you as well to discuss. We're honored to have you, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 you're very distinguished. You've got good education. Absolutely. I was going to ask you actually right then, and mm -hmm. you answered the question like, you know, how, like what kind of things made the difference between, you know, where you are and where you could have been. Like you said, you watch your friends, but you just you told us there's like, uh, yeah, no, who are those people? Who are the primary force behind the person that I am now is my mother. I was, as I mentioned, I was born in Cape Verde. I actually grew up on my father, uh, my grandfather's uh, uh, farm. Uh, so essentially I'll give you, you know, I, I like to talk in timelines. So I was born in 81. Uh, my mom came to the U.S. in 1990, so I was nine years old. My mom was married to my father. My father, unfortunately, uh, you know, was I would say he was a good dad, but you know, but for instance, he had children outside of marriage. He dealt with substance abuse issues, uh, so the marriage wasn't, uh, you know, from at least what my mom tells me, wasn't the best in the world. H right? Human issues, human right, issues, exactly. Yes, so, human issues. Uh, thank you, right? Yes. Particularly in the old country. Yes. Um, so my father, unfortunately, went after my mom came to the U.S., passed away in a car accident. Um, Sorry. When I was just eleven, right? Thank you. Um, so, so I grew up though from then my grandparents' farm, right? I often would have to get up at 4 a.m. to go either care for animals or work, you know, hard work, right. hard labor in the land of sorts. 
nurturing um, started early. Exactly. Right? So uh, you know, it, it's kind of the, the the stuff of of you know what building after, character. Yep, yep, yep. And 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 uh, no, I had to perfect. The only other thing that my grandfather really cared about was education. So when I was studying, I didn't have to do the hard labor. So I took the opportunity to study as much as possible. And, 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 what, and was a good student, uh, and even even in Cape Verde. Um, well, we can tell that you were a good student, and, and just um, I don't want to jump the gun, sure. but you know, for me, uh, having worked for for quite a few different state agencies mm -hmm. and, and on the federal level, mm -hmm. I, I've been. Um, I, I remember being introduced to you by Kevin Peterson. You yes, 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 yes. No, okay. no, 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 no. And, um, Particularly with the hair, I can't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> and so for me, I, I've done a little bit of research mm -hmm. on you, what I, which I normally don't do, but I like to, to have it out there that I support sure, you sure. wholeheartedly. Thank you. Oh, thank you. DA. Thank you. Good to know. Thank and, you. And, and I wanted to go over with you a couple of the things sure. that uh, the community, and I found this on um, one of the Bostonians um, website okay. where uh, and first let me just say I commend you for for again having the mark of a, a great statesman in the making if not already Thank I you. saw the amount of legislation that you uh, actually sponsored yes, and yes. that makes a difference and so folks I, I need you to understand the difference between sponsoring a legislation right. a piece of legislation or co-sponsoring a piece of legislation and so he was the leader of this uh, quite a few pieces of legislation thank that you, uh, pertains to the black and brown community and and for, for you guys who don't know this you ought to do the research it's easy Google is your best friend yeah and so research this because it's important for number one for diversity we already know that Boston is 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 is, is terrible with diversity and, and, and the, the, the Boston Globe Spotlight series brought it to the forefront. So if folks thought that it was just in our, our, our minds or, or, or you know, somehow fear mongering or we're playing the race card, it's no longer that issue, right? So that that question should be wiped out of your minds. And so with that said, uh, I'm going to just uh, preface a couple of things in summary for you. Lack of diversity, and this pertains to Connolly's administration, so okay. I want you to, 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 to speak sure. to these things for me. Lack of diversity in high-level positions in his office. One of the lowest clearance homicide rates in the country. Yeah. No wrong. That, that affects all people, too. Let's, you know, but yeah, especially it's, it's people not a black and brown issue. But especially people of color. Yes. That, that affects the whole city, though. Yes. When homicides don't get solved. Yes. There's so many of them. And so let me go back to the first one. Lack of diversity in high-level positions in his office. And so this correlates to uh, what, 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 what Detective Ellison from Manlio spoke about uh, not too long ago on my broadcast, The Reality. He called in and he was telling me how horribly they're being treated. And so again, folks, you will have to know that as DA, that uh, rem that can be remedied. Right, and, right. and so let me let me go on. And also, no wrongdoing findings in in cases of police killings of civilians. What do you think about that, Evandra Cavallo? <laughs> I uh, I one of the first things I did when I when I got elected in 2014. This is the, at the height. Even though it's still happening, unfortunately, we had a recent case, I believe, in Sacramento, of uh, yes. black men being yes. killed by. by he was shot twenty, 20 times, right, right, Ivandro. Right, right. Uh, twenty so, times in his own, his grandma's yard. Yes, yes. That could be my son. Yeah. Yes. That yes. could be my brother. Certainly, Every time certainly. I think about those things, it, it it just unnerves me to no end that we have no protections and. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I appreciate that. And that's how I Go feel. Ahead. That's how I feel about these issues. Yeah. Uh, and that's why uh, one of the first big pieces of, of, of bills that I crafted and, and, and led 
is this a special prosecutor to say if, in fact, and, and I, give, I give credit to the Boston Police Department. They they are trying, uh, like any institution, there's a lot of work to be done yes. as well, but they, we haven't had situations like that, right? At least in the near future that I can remember. But they were, they were at least kind of like, why? Why did they do that, right? right. We've had some, some shootings, but uh, at least from what we saw, it Nothing seemed, so egregious. Right, right exactly. And let's so hope it doesn't let's, get let's hope, there. Right? Uh, right. And we all understand that it could happen as yes. well. But uh, I, I want to make sure that this is a safeguard of in the perception of uh, transparency yes. and the independence of any investigation if that did happen, right? Right. And it, it, it didn't. Uh, so it, it, I've been filing. I filed it again this year. Uh, last, I mean, last session, this session, I guess you say. So to say, if if police officers involved with an individual, uh, whether it's a shooting or a non-shooting, mm-hmm. and the person dies, uh, and it, it's and it's invest obviously it's always going to be investigated, right? right? That the lo- the DA wouldn't do it, right? Uh, that a special prosecutor through the attorney general's office be appointed, would, would be appointed to do it, just because. And, and that's real. Be- I, I know this because I used to be a DA. You know, police officers and DAs have same. Uh, they are a partner. Yeah, you right? can't investigate right. yourself. Come on now, it's, it's logic. You don't even have to know the law to figure that one out. Right. So. So for, for me, m- more so than than potential uh, wrongdoing and potential, you know, uh, transparency. Exactly, yes. transparency, and and perception of 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 accountability, yes. and for for the folks, for the public to to have trust, trust. right? Yes. So that, for me, it was more about the people, no more so to say, oh, the DA can't do it because he's going to be biased and all of that. Because right. I, I used to be a DA, and I. Uh, and I think you know, for the most part, they're good people. They're trying to do the, the yes, job that they. Yes. So they're going to try to be as independent as possible. Mm-hmm. But I think that the public's perception is uh, it doesn't matter. Right. right. It doesn't matter because you work together. And oftentimes, uh, at the crux of these things is the, the, the police, the, the individuals, more likely than not, albeit we've seen some some unique cases throughout the country. When pe- pe- the people that police end up killing. They often, uh, particularly in our communities, historically, they become people that are involved in the, with the police, right? Yes. Uh, over time, whether they've had cases in the past right. and, and things like that. So mm-hmm. families and neighbors and public don't trust it because the minute, you know, my son is killed and my son has a record and I know the DA has done it wrong, even though, you know, because we are biased in that sense, right? Because yes. yes. it's your son. Yes. Uh, so your son can't do no wrong, Absolutely. right? So it's always the DA and the police and mm-hmm. so on. So I mm-hmm. want to kind of do exactly what you're saying, which is increase transparency and accountability, and more importantly, independency of uh, any potential issues like that. Now, now, what do you think about having an in- independent review board, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Because of police. Like, yes. Especially yes. Like a yes. Voter, yeah. You know, this there's there's one now, right? That at least in the city of Boston, is something called co-op that does uh, reviews of police mis- misconduct. The issue, not necessarily issue, but this, it is an issue. The issue with that, it, at least in my mind, mm-hmm, I mean, I, I mm-hmm. think, I think one, we should have a public discussion about what that looks like. Right. Uh, and I know, I mean, I know, I've heard a lot of thoughts about what that should look like. Yes. Like. One of the things that, and I that's think, why I brought it up. Right. So thank you. <laughs> one of the things that I, I've, I'm not quite comfortable with is the commissioner ultimately making the decision. Of of. Of what happens, right? Exactly. Uh, he does uh, what I—I I mean, I don't know if they call it that, but I call it like that because it's a, what I 
I perceive it to be a veto power, right? right? right. To say, oh no, we actually, I actually think it went this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think a lot of it, again, it's another point of process, right? And you know, we know, particularly in, in the 21st century, uh, with videos, with so either we're gonna find a system in place of accountability, we're all gonna work together and put it in place, or we're gonna try to be accountable ourselves, right? Which is what we're seeing with the videos, right. with the challenge with police all yes. the time, yes. because. Right. People do not feel like they can get a, tr- a fair treatment. Yes. Particularly within. Uh, do you, you think? Know? Do you think the speaking of videos? Mm-hmm. Do you think body cams, Boston Police, should they go from their their, their pilot where they just you know? Yes, I mean go that, forward that, with in it. Fact, yeah. In fact, that looks to be what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Uh, Kudos to Sagan for that. Right, Sagan yeah. and, and many others and have, the, that push. Yeah, that yes. push. Yeah, this group uh, and, and people in the community in general. I mean, they, yes. there was a sense, and again. You know, body cameras won't be won't fix the issue, no. but it will increase the level of trust. It would increase uh, that accountability, yes. right? To yes. know that this, there's a camera watching. Yes. We all are in, uh, you know, to a certain extent, uh, best behavior, right? Yes. yes. Uh, and, and even though we had, we saw a recent case where that was not the case, right? Where even the young man had a camera out, um, and the Boston police officer still, still harassed him. Still was, you know, yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't want to stray for, from the subject, sure, but, sure, but, sure, but, sure. but I, you know, as, as I had my young son, um, unfortunately, before he passed away and went off to college, mm-hmm. he was harassed um, so many times before he went off to college, and right. ultimately uh, uh, helped me decide to have him go off to college out of state, mm-hmm. and then he was murdered. And so, again, you know that that harassment right here mm-hmm. in his home state, in mm-hmm. his own city. Um, really reflected on the decision that I made, and so it, it, it speaks volumes to me when I see another young man. It, right. It's traumatizing for me to see yes, that. Yes, yes. And then you say, well, well, then you know, people are saying, well, he shouldn't have mouthed off. So right. my point was going, well, th- th- there's no trust right. in the community right now right. as far as what where the police are concerned. Right. Right. And you know, Detective Ellison spoke so eloquently about that given that they're not being respected. Even right. the black police officers right. aren't given... It's a two-way street. Yes. No and respect so, on either side. Exactly. Right so so we need to build that gap. We need and to then, build I a mean, bridge. Have you, have you seen uh, right now the state police are also... There's a huge scandal from <laughs> overtime yes. to people who, man, who used to be snitches that, uh, that had they, they got caught with all the money from the marijuana ring becoming state police. Like, all this stuff has been going on. A lot of stuff. Turtle Boy Sports has been breaking it. Who... It's funny because they troll the next show that's after us, Monica Cannon and them. But uh, Turtle Boy was the one that got it rolling on the state police. I will give them that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, this police issue, honestly, corruption is a big it, issue. It's it's law enforcement community, and that include district attorneys, right? So, which is again to go back to to what, why we're here, which yes. is a discussion of what the DA's role should be really? like, right? It, and I feel. Uh, in the studies on this is that the DA's uh, role particularly uh, has been what I perceive to be reactionary right, right. It, it's just one of I got a case you know I get the defendant and I deal with it uh, the way I want to an extent right mm-hmm. of course within the parameters of the law right uh, but I think that the, the discussion should be about what how can we expand it right we talk about community policing yes, right in terms absolutely. of police officers being involved within the community absolutely engage the community get and to know from them. the community exactly. that they're engaging exactly thank you thank you so i think we need to have those conversations about the da's da too yes right? why can the da have you know sort of like a, a da 
for the community, from the community. That, mm -hmm. You know, that's more involved in the community, doing the same things that some some of the police departments are trying to do. So, and you know, again, when you talk about the way law enforcement works, criminal justice system as a whole, you know, we know that mass you know, for the past two, three, four decades, it's been law and order. It's about tough on crime. And we know that it hasn't worked. No. So can we get back to protect and serve? <laughs> it does yeah. the opposite. It just creates more crime and more exactly. And more, and, and, uh, more and, pain. And, you know, when you think about mass incarceration in particular, right, and uh, particularly racial disparities that exist within the system. I mean, for instance, you know, brown and black people are 20% of the state, uh, and they compose 52% of the prison system. Right. Right. Uh, but and, and I can tell you and what uh, that means. Right, the I mean, bulk of that, the pain of that, the bulk of that is uh, a men, right, uh, for my communities, and uh, so and when it costs money to imprison people, right. So, for instance, the Mass Inc. did a study, I believe, last year, that indicated that the state was spending more, in, in, you know, in, in, in Putting people to jail yes. in Dorchester and Roxbury, yes. Manapan, and some other neighborhoods yes. than any other thing else. Like they're not spending on education. No, not spending vocational nothing. And, so, and it's about forty-two or more thousand dollars, right? Right. More right. Than that now. A yeah. year. Right. And, and so again, what are our priorities? Yes. And as DA, if you're elected, and yes. I'm going to help to make sure Thank that you, you are, you. and Thank I'm putting you. that out there. Uh, what will you do, actually, to, to, to change the lack of diversity? That was my first point. Yes, yes. Uh, so in, in that position where, again, you know, I, if, if, if you know people aren't looking like the people they're right. serving, they're apt to have more, more misjudgments right. and miscommunication. I'll tell you what. I, I got that question recently. And when I started with this thing. Me being elected increases the diversity in the leadership by a hundred percent alone. Beautiful, right. beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> right. So that alone, yes, is a major change. Right. Yes. So yes. I can tell you that I will have uh, a leadership that looks much different than it does now. Good. Uh, it, you know, as you mentioned, you alluded to this, and I know this for a fact. The leadership there has not looked like us. I don't know for a long, right? Um, I don't um, think I, ever. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ever. Uh, uh, so, and more than that, though, I will be putting together a diversity committee. Beautiful. Uh, to to look at policies. How do we how do we engage young prosecutors, right, uh, of color? And because the perception, because again, this is kind of like a cycle. Nobody really wants to be prosecutors, right? right. Every, in fact, when I went to law school. I used to be. I used to think I wanted to be a public defender. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a public defender because I wanted to defend the rights of yes, the people, right? Yes, yeah. yes. I didn't realize until I had a few people throughout the years, mentors that said, "If you want to protect Make rights of the people, you want to, you want to have prosecutor. Probably, you want to be Private. a prosecutor, right? Yeah. Uh, which is why I leaned that way because, and and it made sense yes. because I was in Roxbury making decisions uh, about cases, right? Saving and, lives. Saving literally, right? Yes, uh, I want people uh, to understand this. <laughs> right. uh, and so I'm looking forward to to having policies that encourage prosecutors of color to get into and office. Compassion, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can, you can, you can rule, and you can have justice, but you can have justice with compassion. Right, right. Yeah? Uh, and know. so again, uh, there's one more thing that mm -hmm. that folks are absolutely uh, concerned about. Now, no wrongdoing finding in cases of, again, police killings of civilians. And there's one more, no wrongdoing finding in cases of uh, police brutality. And so w w what's your stance on those things? The, again, 
The stance remains the same, is, is that law enforcement community need to be held accountable. Uh, go back to the story that you said earlier with um, with the young man with the video, right? Right. The, yes, the young, I, what I said, and I can say it is because it's Facebook, I felt like both of them were mouthing, right? Both of them were, in a sense, were essentially wrong. But one thing is different. One of them was working. One of them was a professional. One of them was, you know, had a gun. Right. And, and, and in a leadership took, position. And he should right. have kept to a high standard, right? It took the old to protect and serve, yes. right? So to me... He's getting paid a lot of money to do to that. To be the accountability should be on that man. Right. That, you know, and, I mean, to me, he was the instigator anyways. Yes, um, he was but, being interrogated. Right, he, he's just kind of like, yes. oh, what are you doing? Like, yes. you know, calling him, contributing. Him. Up. So yes. he was definitely a He was a right? that's, that, that's There's no question about that. But so to me, he should be held accountable for those things. Right. Uh, so at the crux of of this race, and again the discussion of the DA's uh, the DA's role mm -hmm. is is again looking at me and knowing my experience and where I live, I'm going to be watching those things. Right. And I, I mean, again, just I mentioned like the bill that I filed, right? So uh, you know, of course, there's there's a separation of power to a certain extent between yes. the DA and uh, the police. Yes. So they have their own roles. Absolutely. Uh, they have leadership, mm -hmm. uh, and actually. Uh, get along and like the leadership that currently exists within the well, particularly Chief Grouse and Commissioner Evans mm -hmm. uh, work with the mayor on these things so uh, so there's a separation there yes but uh, we but know that there's, there's right, influence so, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, so just like at the state level yes. where I've been able to influence I will be doing the same things uh, in my new capacity because yeah. I want to ask about cannabis because this is a big issue right now <laughs> okay. like uh, and we're big on cannabis especially yes, me, yes. Yeah, medical you patients you're not yeah. bigger on cannabis than oh I yeah am. you're right that's true but <laughs> I am I can though, at the same time <laughs> okay okay you win <laughs> it's kind of my even though I'm trying not to I'm trying to get into other serious stuff but you know <laughs> no. cannabis is serious yeah because you're right, coming right. to the meeting on yeah. the 28th yeah. so. But, so anyways like the cannabis thing right now is like people are still being busted it's crazy but you know it, Especially right now, because things haven't been totally legalized. It's a process. Uh, they're delaying on a lot of the things that we see popping up every weekend. There's new events. There's new uh, cooking. There's new. We had Bang Yoga in here. They're doing yoga. I mean, everyone okay. wants to oh, do movie nights with I'll cannabis, paint nights with <laughs> cannabis. That's what we're gonna ask. Like, if these come up, if the cops start busting this stuff. And even people that get caught with, you know, some weight, you know, people are getting caught with weight because right. they are there are people who are in this for profit right now because they can't go legal. What's your stance going to be on these when the cops continue to bust people and bring you cases for cannabis? The outrage when when they come up when the Danvers police busted these kids recently, they're knuckleheads. Yeah, the kids that got busted, but and they had a lot of you know product and weight and all that, but the comments. Uh, just people are just outraged that they're spending money on this to bust yeah, these kids. Well, what, what, what are you going to do on that when Look, that comes uh, out? Again, the marijuana, cannabis is legal. The state, the voters have decided that, right? And uh, as as a state rep, um, as you know, on Beacon Hill, we we change some things, right, to make sure that uh, you know it is it is creating new industry, essentially, right, uh, right. and particularly an industry that's not. Uh, it's not just an industry that came out of nowhere, right? So it has its history, right? right? And, and, and not again, a good history, right? Not a good history, not immoral so, history. So my focus will be to try to, you know, do the best I can to to make sure the folks that got the brunt, you know, to got the short end of the stick, do not get the short end of the stick again, right? Uh, so 
uh, more specifically, you know, we talked and, 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 and you know, I don't want to get too much in the weeds. Right. No pun intended. No pun intended. Because <laughs> this is the beginning of the race, and I want to discuss yes. this issue. And these yes. are evolving issues. Right. Uh, but you know. So and we don't want to bog you down with the weed issue. Right. <laughs> the weed. Right. The weed. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so I. But you know, some of the possession of stuff that I've seen, like no way, right? No way. Uh, even when I was a prosecutor, I felt some type of way prosecuting those cases. So uh, knowing that you know somebody has an ounce. Uh, beyond an ounce, it could, could be charged, or it could be even be charged with distribution. Right. Possession with intent to distribute. And sometimes so. they're ignoring cards. Like you know, people have medical cards, and they're saying, "Oh, we didn't know you had one, and it doesn't matter." Like it's crazy the stuff that's been. Oh wow. Covering. Okay, so obviously this is something I need to talk to you about more. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're definitely more uh, into. It's crazy what into the weeds than that. Than yeah, I have been. definitely. Uh, but you know, I, I can tell you. I mean, the way the lens that I have is how do we heal the communities that have suffer so being much harmed. And, right absolutely uh, still and, being harmed and so when the bill in fact I, that's another law even though i was uh, the one that that, that filed it but that had a major impact on that bill. Uh, and i can tell you now for instance when the bill first was going to come out of committee to be voted you know the, some of the equity stuff that, right. that, that eventually became part of it that's part of the work that I did, part of with uh, with the Black Latino Caucus. Excellent. Uh, so Thank you for that. That's, you know, that wouldn't happen. Like a that lot wouldn't of happen. Stuff we we yeah. said, wait, what what is this, right? This is, uh, and I can tell you, for instance, one one of the issues that I had, uh, and this is all actually since I politics because it, I don't know if it was public, um, but you know, I'm looking at when they setting up again, setting up an industry, right? Right. Uh, they're looking at because we're looking at uh, appointing members to the control board. We're mm -hmm. looking at appointing. Uh, members to the advisory board. We're looking at, uh, you know, licenses. The licenses are obviously the most critical part about somebody, set, you know, either getting a license to open up a shop, which I know you're very concerned about. And that's uh, unfair. And right. There's no equity right, right. now. Right. And uh, so, so that's what I want so, us to address. So we're, we're, we're getting this, this I mean, the regulations are coming and I think they're ready right now. So they're looking at how to make sure that folks that have been disadvantaged, communities have been disadvantaged, they get a piece of the pie. Right. And I can tell you when the bill first came out, it did not look like that. For instance, right. I, I remember reading this myself and looking at the background checks that we're going to do. Mm. The way it was before, if you had a felony of any sorts, you weren't gonna disqualified. Get disqualified. If you had a felony, and it would be forever. Mm -hmm. And if you have uh, a minor, uh, excuse me, a uh, what's the other felony? And um, I'm drawing a blank. I'm calling a minor offense. It's uh, misdemeanors. Misdemeanor. Uh, misdemeanors involving crimes of moral turpitude, which is <laughs> shoplifting. Yeah. On, you know, oh, uh, we all have those moral turpitude. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't participate. Right. Not even as. Uh, someone working at a shop. Right. And I saw this, and I was like, "Wait, right, wait. This, 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 this is not this blatantly is not. against the black right, community." Right. Right. And, and and again, part of part of the uniqueness of of when we talk about diversity, inclusion, and the lenses that someone like me brings to the table. Right. Right. Is that often? And I know this because I'm on the hill, and I know these. Uh, these these state reps and, and colleagues of mine, they're good people. Yes. They're, they're well intentioned. Of course. But they don't have the lens that I have to say, wait a minute. Right. Again. So it's, so oftentimes it's not, you know, the the, the policies are inherently, you know, so biased. that's where diversity matters. So you know, I because of the community I represent, yes. because I've seen it, yes. because people talk to me Experience about it. Matters. And I'm so I'm able when I look at policy, I'm looking, okay, what is how does this benefit Effect. my community, right? And I see clearly that now the communities that have been hurt the most with these, you know, stand hard immoral laws. Right. 
Thank you. I like I like I like, yeah, I, like yeah, I got to drop some of my legs. Good, right? <laughs> uh, you know, the the war on drugs has been a war on us, right? Yes, yeah, so, so you're the second uh, elected <laughs> official to come on and uh, quote that. Yeah, you know, Jackson I, being I the first. A, no, I was a big Pac fan too. Me I too. Should, I, I still am. Me too. Uh, I was. I was. Uh, I was oh, a yeah. big Tupac guy. Mama. Uh, mm-hmm. When 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 I was growing up, I'm still a big Tupac guy. So so don't give me that, don't, let's not digress. We're talking about his assassination. Well, well, there's a there's a burning the question burn. that I, I mm-hmm. just wanted to get it out there. Sure. Because folks have been asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had put your hat in for a different seat. Yes. Yes. At, yes. at the beginning. And and just to just to quench this, well, sure, the, sure. you know, and then you changed your mind. You know, folks. Some folks are saying, "Well, why did you change your mind?" And and, and right. can you give us some perspective yeah, sure. on that, no, Ivandro, so, Please. As as I've been saying for the past well, uh, thirty minutes, the fact that I am a state rep in the city of Boston, uh, the fact that I am a lawyer in America, looking at my background, none of this is planned. Hmm. I don't. I didn't grow up thinking I'm going to be a city councilman one day. I'm running for Congress. Right. Right. For me, serving the public, and I can tell you, the reason I run, I run for office, and the reason I want to work on policy and the positions that I want that I'm even DA, mm-hmm. it's because I see a need. Absolutely. Right? I see a need. You know, I went to to go back to some of some of the experiences I've had, particularly in college, studying African American studies learning about the civil rights movement, learning about the greats, you know, whether it's Malcolm X, whether it's, you know, revolutionaries like Amilcar Cabral from Cape Verde, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So I, I, and I know this is, you know, at the core of who I am is, is looking up at those individuals. And that's because, as I mentioned earlier, I grew up without a father. So every step of the way, I'm able to, if I see a man, uh, and I say a man because I had a great mom. Mm. Right. I have a great mom. Right. So. A man that's doing great, that's what I, you know, that's what I try and body. Right? Inspire so, to be. Exactly. So Absolutely. when, when, and, and you, as you see, I'm not even going to get state rep anymore. Right? Yeah, you're going to When this, this, this came unplanned, this is what lawyers call material, a chance, material yeah. change of circumstances. You could have yeah. just stayed in that office. I could have just stayed. And played it safe. And played it safe. And be. That would have been be, what most people would have done. Right. Be comfortable. Uh, be comfortable, right? But I, I know, if again, the work that I've been doing at the state level for the past four years has been this. Mm-hmm. Before that, I was the ADA. Right. Before that, I grew up also being posted. Right. I see mothers, you know, I go to wakes and, and, and not knowing what to say. I'm crying, you know, holding back tears myself. So for me, I don't see any other position in the city and the county that's more impactful in the lives of our people uh, of, of the Commonwealth and the, the county than this position. So I had... That's why I made that decision. Thank you. To serve, how can I best serve the people uh, and the voters? Is in my community. Is how I live as as a as an elected official and as a public official. I did not grow up thinking oh, I'm going to run for city council. Right. I'm going to run. I didn't know. Yeah. You know, I'm just happy. In fact, I went it's to the first the time I went to the you state. Ended up in. That's the position. And you're kudos, accepting kudos what, what the present reality is. Yeah. The I, honestly, yes. I went to the state house the day I got elected. Wow. Uh, so. Wow. Every door I get in, wow. there's no plan of wow. how to get anywhere, right? right? Well, so God had a plan. Well, yeah, thank you. Seems Absolutely. like it. So honest, and and I didn't, I don't mention God too much. Well, but I, I should, I do. but I should. I right? do. Because Whether you call it Allah, the Divine One, you know, the the universe. Right. I, I, you know, I can tell you, in a divine source. I can tell you 
since you brought it up. Yes. Uh, and I, that's one side of it. There's so many different components of it. I'll be it. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a public official. I'm a very private guy. Private guy. I like uh, having a peace, a sense of me, mm-hmm. eternal peace. We right? all need right. that. Right. So. I'm, I changed honestly because God told me because I thought that's what He wanted me to do. Honestly, if you if you want to be if you want to be that close to, yes. to, to 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 the higher being, absolutely. And I've listened. I know, and it's hard to explain, but you know, my mom is my mom is very religious. I grew up in the church, but more so, I'm very spiritual. In fact, I got to spend some time in Israel mm. um, this past uh, late late in December began in December of 20, 2017 and to go away Jesus was buried you know so me to me life is 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 a blessing now look for opportunities to return the favor that God gets me so I'm glad uh, you know that's that's not the explanation I need to say because it is further is more deep than 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 it needs to be. Well, I, I appreciate that, <laughs> yeah, and, like and, and that. folks this need to excellent. know this about their next DA. Yes. This is the Thank conversation you. they're not going to hear on uh, WGBA only on WGBA or Akio. Sure. This is awesome. Yeah, you're bringing out some some intense, uh, deeper you. things about me that I don't always share. So, but thank you. So, Rep. Uh, again, this is the Young Jerks WEMF <laughs> Radio. We're speaking to Rep. Evandro Cavallo. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. You, did. you know, but yeah, you did. You did. No, see, <laughs> correct me because I so the name is is Portuguese, right? Cape Verde was a colony of Portugal, so my name really and I, you know, I don't like honestly, and I take pride in my name. But I don't like to spend too much time saying my name. Right. I want to hear it right. Because <laughs> every right. time it's so. If you want to be technically correct, it's Ivandro Carvalho. Ivandro, okay. Ivandro Carvalho. And the, the, particularly the, the like Carvalho. It, it sounds it's better, a, The LH is a Liu. Liu. Right, right. Okay. so but in, in the US, you spend, again, uh, I just don't want to spend like 10 minutes every time I meet someone saying, so, this is how you say my name. This is perfect. I uh, understand. Been here. So I just adopted that Carvalho to just keep it simple. Yes, uh, but yes. it, it is, in fact, it's a full name of Ivandro Sicilio. Freira uh, Suarez de Carvalho. Wow. That's my full that's name. A right? That's the yeah. That's the immigrant in me, right? Yes, yes. So again, yes. I just you gotta try to focus and and keep it simple. That's that's, that's the way. Well, I, I just wanted to point out sure. one more thing, sure, and, thank and you. it's important for for the community. And whether you're a, a white single mom or or a black single mom or Latino or Portuguese, uh, like uh, uh, Carvalho. Oh wait, uh, I, yeah, okay, yeah. So, so I'm Cape Verdean, so I, I, I so, want to say make well, sure. Well, yes, yeah, Cape Verdean. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't and want so, my, my people to. <laughs> you know, we can't watch the radio. It's Portuguese. You know how that is, oh, right? Yes, yes, we do. Yes, so yes. Same make the record clear. I'm Cape Verdean in Africa. Yes, 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 yes. I apologize. That's for that. okay. It's okay. But um, the fact that you pointed out that you didn't grow up with a father, and lots of people would say, "Oh, you need a, you need to have that father in order to to motivate uh, you. Man, you need to have this to 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 to, to reach." How your... many don't though? I mean, even exactly. Yeah, I father so I just want to you know commend you on on how far you've right. you've, you've reached you. and having awesome. to motivate yourself. Yeah. Come yeah. my mom. I'm and your mom, of course. There's nothing but a strong she's strong she's strong she's African mom behind I, you. One thing I can tell you. I would not have gotten elected but for my mom. And it's not even just the, the stuff she did growing up. It's campaign. Yes. Yeah. Like Kudos right now, mom. she's probably at home people. making calls. Kudos, she, mom. Yeah, my mom. Yeah, my mom. So my mom is awesome. That's great. She, uh, and she was a unit organizer, speaks fluent Spanish. Nice. Uh, church going, just a pleasant Service lady. Service woman. Yes. Service woman. So yes. as soon as people find out who the, who the mom was, yes. right. people used to, when, because, you know, I'm, uh, I like, used to say, I'm, uh, I'm an acquired taste. When I came in, <laughs> like, who is he, right? He got locks. Right. Who is he? What is he about? Right. right so. Right. 
But once they know the pedigree, they're like, okay, I'm voting. I'm yes. bringing my parents to vote. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the whole crew is voting, right? So I can tell you, but for, and, and she's going to be just as influential in this race. Yes. Because she is. The, and she's with the spiritual, weapon. right? Yes. And when I'm feeling weak, oh, she's you know, my strength, she's like, right? So yes. she's my strength, and, and she's a secret weapon um, for yes. Suffolk County, right? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and now, and of course, and so you know, I, I know we talk about fathers, mm -hmm. but don't forget the mother. Oh, right. absolutely. My, you know, my beautiful Mother's wife right now, and my little girl. Uh, to me, honestly, it's just, I just I just say women. women you know, power. they're just the woman power, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, they, but for you know, now I, I get home, no matter of how tough of a day I get. I get home, I got the biggest cheerleaders. You know, my, my little girl was running at me, Donnie this, oh. monster, monster this, <laughs> um, and on my lap. So, you know, at the end too, you know, I, I'm a family guy. I really right. love, I really love my situation at home. And I get home with right. my two girls at home. So Now, what would you tell the voters of Massachusetts? Mm -hmm. You know, what, what do you need the community to do in order to support you to the, the, the best of their ability? What do you need them to you do? You know, campaign is, is, is three things, more or less. It's time. It is money, it is bodies. That is, can you spend some time to volunteer? Uh, just like we did, to, we had volunteers today canvassing, knocking on doors. Can you come by and make calls? Can you share a post on Facebook, right? Depending on how much time you have, can you, and more importantly than anything right now, particularly when the race this big, can you donate $100? Can you donate $25? Can you donate, uh, you know, the maximum is, is $1,000. The $1,000 thousand, the matters too. So do the, you know, the five bucks, right? So people, and, and more importantly too, is engage. Right. Engage, right? We This is a unique opportunity that we have as a community to discuss the role of the DA. And, and to be honest, in fact, I was I talked to a, to, a, to a group of youth yesterday. They didn't know what DA is Right. right. So part of this that I'm uh, very excited about is educating people what what the What's power of DAs that DAs have and what it is that DAs. In fact, I know ACL, uh, you put out uh, you know a, a, a post showing that the majority of folks did not even know that the DA are elected. Yeah. Right. So uh, so there's a unique perspective here, a unique time to discuss the role of the DA. Not, when know, is this election now? April 3rd. April 3rd? Oh yeah, most important thing is vote for me on April 3rd. <laughs> so this is the primary for Suffolk County? I'm oh, sorry, okay. September. September 3rd. September 3rd. Right. September, September 3rd. The 3rd or 4th? 4th. Right. So, September 4th. 4th. We gotta get that right now. Yeah, September 4th. <laughs> this is early for you because this race just popped up too. Like, yeah. just, yes, yes. This yes, is brand yes, new. Yes, so yes. September 4th is the primary. Uh, people got a little time. You have a Facebook page that, I got, uh, that yeah. I'm on as well. And I gotta, you know, don't worry that you got the day wrong right now. No yeah, one cares so right it's now. It's early. Day. Like, it's we, we've day. had you on for like uh, forty-five minutes. You've gotten everything. You've been amazing. It's a hot studio. Thank you. Thank I have you. one last question sure, for you sure. about uh, the unsolved murders. What can you kind of do to to make sure that's not happening? There's a backlog. There's this, been women protesting. Uh, I know mothers. And, and like, I've been what? part of. Uh, I know many of those that are protesting, uh, including uh, Mary Franklin, who I had a meeting right. with recently. Um, and I've done some some of the you know rallies with her to speak on issues. Uh, so there's two things happening here. I think one is unsolved murders, but also unsolved shootings. Shootings too, yes. Right. Uh, and I think it's a matter of resources. Right. Uh, it's a matter of resources. Also, it's a matter of trust with the community. Right. And the culture. You know, how do we get information from the community? Right. And when you, we do get information from the community, what do we do with it? Do we have the capacity to investigate? Right. One of the things. Well, some of the community leaders that come in and say it's about protection 
of people that you know yeah, talk, talk to the sources. Right. You know, right, right. So and, and that's and, and so that's a, right. That's the crux of some of these issues because and I remember you know some of the wage uh, homicides that I've been to, you know, someone would come to me and says, hey, so and so. Uh, no, I told the police this, and you know they did this information. They did this with the information. Wow. They shouldn't have done that, right? right that's so true. this, and you know, you go to community meetings all the time. Folks talk about how they called the police, but the police came knocking on their doors right away, right? And all the last thing they want to do is be identified right now, Ooh. right? Because the, the the perpetrators are still around. So yes. there's a lot. Trust. There's a lot happening here, but I think more so, more important is is resources though, right? Well, how many, how many police officers and detectives do we have on cold cases? How many do we have investigating cold uh, shootings, right? right? Uh, and I know, uh, for instance, you know, this is this is one of the uh, things I need to improve, right? Uh, with BPD and the DA's office is shootings in particular, right? And uh, I think the DA, the, the police fact is 20% clearance. So that means that 80% of the shootings are not being resolved. And shootings, uh, they are really hard. There's no video, there's no, and, you know, people often now, the most most likely now, they, they cover their face. Right. So it and is people really- people aren't speaking up because is, again, they're afraid. Right, right, so there's yeah. a lot of different factors that right. go into it. Right. But I do think that as we go into the next five years, we need to think about new approaches and look at what other uh, parts of the country are doing or come up with new ideas. It's just It just feels like, we, you know, there's not, we we have the same the same way that we've been doing things is not working. So we need well, to change. We need to change. We have to, we have to have to talk, you know, law enforcement community with the community about how do we uh, improve that process. But the clearance race, both on, on homicides and shootings uh, need, to, need to get better. Now people want to donate to your campaign. How do they do that? www.evandrickabout.com. Uh, we also have a PO box which I'll try to find a number. Uh, we can get that on your Facebook. Page. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't remember what payo box. I think it's, uh, let's see if I can find it. There we go. So my card? Uh, Evandro Cavallo, Democrat for District Attorney, Democratic Primary, also, Tuesday, September 4th. Yep. This is gonna be big. I mean, uh, you, you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook. I'm everywhere, man. You're everywhere. I'm everywhere. You're on website. Everywhere. Folks need to volunteer. They can find and the info online. Come on, young jerks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know? Yes, yes. It's honestly, it's been, it's been a great volunteer, talk. Volunteer, so donate, and support. Are you, you you liking this, aren't you? I'm loving it. Are you supporting <laughs> this campaign right now? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so, you know, uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. volunteer, let me know. My yes, 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 yes. Yes. Let's get information right now. Let's get an email online. Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, it's, it's, it's great to be with all of you. Thank you for the opportunity. Looking forward to coming back potentially as you know as, as the discussions move uh, into the summer. I'm happy to come back and engage your your constituency. Uh, yeah, because people again aren't aren't um, you know a, a lot of folks don't have enough time to engage as much as they'd like to. Right. So again, we need to reinforce what a DA is. What's right. your role? Right. What's your job right. description? Right. And how you're going to be the change right. from right. what they already have right. now. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. So that, and I'll leave was just saying actually that, right? What is the role of the DA, yes. right? The role of the DDA, uh, to put it simply, is police usually either arrest or summon somebody to court for uh, most likely a crime that the police believe the person did, right? The DA decides what that crime is. If you say DA decides what to do, you know, with with you, mm -hmm. whether you know, you know, in terms of disposition of cases. You get into this. You get arrested. So you get arrested for something, right? 
You get to court, the DA looks at the facts and say, we can have one charge, we can have five charges, we can have six charges, and then we can say, based on all these charges, you know, we can, we can dispose of this probation, we can dismiss this. So the DA, almost like you said, life and death situation. Absolutely, right. it's in your pen. The directory of I a young man. Power too. Right. Think about it, for instance, right? And I know this because I'm an attorney. You have a felony of drug dealing. Mm-hmm. You can't be a lawyer. I think it's that clear. Yep. Or if something close to that, Your right? career's done. Yeah, right. So... You can't get licensed. Right, you can't nope. get licensed, right? Yeah. Even a financial advisor, a school teacher... I, so yeah. say someone has possession with intent to distribute a class D. Cannabis, right? Mm -hmm. Say you got some cannabis. Right. And you get I some. won't, but uh, it could have happened, <laughs> right. maybe. You never know. So, right, so some say someone... Friends. A young man, some someone, yeah. right? Yeah. They in college, yeah. right? And maybe they even maybe they even are selling it, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. You look at that, you could reduce it to possession. Yes. Which now is just a, a misdemeanor. Mm -hmm. You could charge it, right? Uh, to a a, a, uh, a felony and dismiss it. You could do pretrial probation. So the power of someone's life is supreme, right? And then the disposition. You could say, oh, this, kid, this person is so-and-so. Uh, let, let's look at, you know, the... The, restorative you know, justice. Thank you, thank you. We gotta bring her on a <laughs> No, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And I appreciate it, right? Listen, look, I, listen, let's I, look my, at two of my boys have been harassed and grown up in this city, and right. I, I have to believe that there has to be a change. Right. And there's got to right. be a different way to I do think things. Right. With this guy. Over yeah. Here. So let's I'm gonna do just, my best yeah. for people to know that there's a change. Yeah, the last question we have, kid. You gonna sure. come back? Will you come back on the show? Please. You got the primary September. We definitely want to have you back on here. For so. sure. I'm game. I'm down. And awesome. I gotta be here. Yeah, yeah. Let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> yes. Thank you. 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 Thank Awesome. We he's, totally he's support like, you. Uh, like, uh, uh, it was been an hour in here. Just oh, we thank you for your time. Yeah. Oh, time, it went by, you know, it went by so uh, uh, very fast. So thank you both. Thank you. Come to the work, man. And thank you to your family, your yep. wife, your mom, yes, and your lovely actually, daughter. Yep. Yep. I probably got a text from her like, where, <laughs> where, where are you? <laughs> and what do you think, Judy? You want to do another segment or you want to just yeah, call it a day? Let's do another segment. You, you want to do another segment? Yeah, man. We've got a lot We'll be back in a few minutes. Stick around. Got lots to talk about. Do you need a medical marijuana recommendation like I did? Do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, my can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient, nine Massachusetts locations, Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk, also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation, get legal, CanacareDocs.com. I guess we're back, we're live, we're on WEMF Radio, The Young Jerks. My name is Mike Crawford. I'm the host, and uh, we also have Judy still here. Judy Foster from yes. the reality program on Thanks uh, for having me. Boston Praise Radio and TV. I'm always happy to be here with you, Mike. I'm glad you're here. You had a lot of good questions. We just had a great interview with uh, Mass State Rep Evandro Cavallo. Cavallo. Yes. Yes. 
and uh, he was great. He was great. You know, he's the only candidate that's from the the the, the, the area. The yeah, city. he's the only one that represents the hood. He's from too. the community. Yes, and he's from the community. And he's an elected official. He's running for he's Suffolk County DA, which is a huge office. It would make a big difference to have someone like him in uh, criminal in justice. Absolutely. And if you care about cannabis too, like we talked about today, I think he would be good. We didn't even get into. We had so many other questions we weren't asked. Like one of them was. Um, about ICE detentions, things like that. But we know he's going to be good on yeah, that. Yeah, and he'll well. be back. So, right, you yeah. know, we'll, we'll get he a said chance. He'll come back. Yeah, he said he'll come back. And you had some other questions as well. Yeah, I well, I know that he was a part of the um, uh, uh, voter registration. They wanted the automatic voter registration. Right. Um, so he spawn, He was a sponsor of that. I don't know if he was the, 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 the sponsor lead. or the, right, the co sponsor, but I know he sponsored that legislation. Uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention to that one. But I also wanted to uh, ask him, you know, how he felt uh, about the um, the equity piece. And he didn't want to get too much into the marijuana. Um, but you can know. tell he cared about it because yes, he, he was equity. the one who, who yeah. made it happen yes. at the state house. Yes, so. yes, yes. So I'm hoping he pay, keeps, you know, keeps uh, abreast of the situation. I think he cares. It's like his baby at this point. Yes. He, yes. So I think we have no worries on that. He, he did a really good job he did. Uh, today. 617-903-7464 is the phone number if you want to weigh in on anything. Uh, that he had to say. Uh, a lot of other things happened in this week, too, with the show. Uh, one thing was me punching down. <laughs> Hello. I did some punching down. I shouldn't have done that. Expound on uh, that a little I, bit. I what, what happened? Uh-oh. Oh, oh you punched down. Just, there's another show that was on the station that's no longer on the station, and they complained about censorship, and I felt like it was because the quality of the show wasn't that great. And it has a lot to do with you know me being upset that Herbie's not here anymore, right? Because I love Herbie, Herbie, and I got mad at Herbie too online, and it, you know just Tom knows it created kind of a clusterfuck. Sometimes when I speak, I should you know have to be in mind of my place, and then it will cause problems. Uh, so when maybe I'm half apologizing on that. Ever stopped you know? you? Uh, so never I'll say sorry. Social conditioning. All right. Yeah. I guess I'll say it. Yeah. It's all right. I'm not a huge fan. Don't get mad at me for just expressing that. I just felt like they were out of line to say that censorship. So that got me in a little trouble. Right. And then today, there's all sorts of stuff. Like today, I just uh, one of the things I went off on <laughs> was last night's WCVB. They did a Channel Five story. I saw that and I saw your reaction. But tell me, tell me, you know why? You know th- why you think they 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 basically stole all? You've done all the stories already. Well, that's the thing. I'm tell, watching tell the this thing. I'm watching the story. I'm watching their hour-long special. And, and number one, there's Sean Birdie, who's been on the show. We've told this story. Mm-hmm. They're telling Sean Birdie's story. Yeah. There's Bob Lavelle. Yes. They're telling his story. We told this story three years ago. Mm-hmm. When but, it wasn't you know, so cool. And I did give them originally when they did the first piece on Chronicle with Bob Lavelle. They didn't have Bob Lavelle. They were calling me to ask me to book some people, and I did because I like Clint Conley over there. Right. Uh, who's a great guy from Mission of Burma. Uh, he's a producer. And I said, you got to call Bob Lobel. Here's his info. So I hooked up WCBB with Clint, with uh, Bob Lobel. I did. Okay. Um, and, you know, this is stuff that, you know, I'm willing to do. Like, I don't even care about credit or all that stuff. But they have a pattern of stealing all my stuff, it feels like, and really store it in my face. There's other things I could talk about that they did. I don't even want to get into it. What I want to get into is the story. Right. I felt like the story I wrote was was on point. It exposed a lot of corruption. Mm-hmm. It uh, exposed a lot of systematic problems, and it exposed some issues 
for not just consumers and medical patients, which is a big concern, but employees. Yes. And I felt like Channel 5, and I know what happened on the story, is that they used these employees from NETA, mm-hmm. told them that they had to do an exclusive, told them, some of them, not to even talk to me after they had already talked to me. Wow. And I ran forward with my story and I printed it, at Dig Boston printed it anyways. Mm-hmm. Channel 5 didn't like that story coming out because it scooped them, basically. Right, right. And Channel 5 basically told these patients to shut up and not talk to anyone else in the media, including Channel 4, who would come to me and wanted to cover the story and expose everything that we were talking about. Wow. And we couldn't get these patients, these uh, employees to speak because Channel 5 had gagged them with, an, with a... With Not a disclosure agreement? No, no, with an agreement that okay. they would basically shut up until Channel 5's story came out. Oh, I see. And Channel 5 basically didn't feature anything from the employees. They really didn't. They didn't have one employee on, on microphone. They didn't have one employee on... on they basically let Netter off. They did. They threw up some tests that were proved nothing. And Netter was the only one that passed. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> that was I mean, a joke. Beyond what they did to me, that's nothing. But what they did to these ex-employees and what they did to the truth. This is what, even beyond the employees, it's about right. the friggin' the truth. truth. Yeah. I want the story to come out. I want the info to be on a mass market. Right. I think everyone in the community, a lot of people know about this now. It's being well, talked about for a long time. Yeah. And you can't help but notice it. And you just got to shake your head at Channel 5 and say, you're a bunch of idiots for not just bringing me in, having me explain the situation, and then having you guys actually... There could have been a lot of information they could have broken brand yeah, new and the story with could their have been resources if they actually worked with the person who knew what was going yeah. on, who had put out the real story, instead of doing this little crap piece that right. they put out. I mean, right. what did they prove last night on the testing part of it? Kathy Kearns, Five of Investigate. They proved that they know how to kill a story by telling people to that they have the exclusive and not to talk to Channel 4, WBZ, CBS Boston, who right. wanted to do the real story, they who still may. They basically regurgitated all the stuff yeah. that you had already put so out. So I, I posted on my page, and a lot of it was about the credit, but I think I explained it a little better uh, in some of the comments. Uh, I got some interesting comments. I don't know if I even want to read them. Some of them I should, maybe. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's see. You want me to read them? Yeah, read them. Uh, I got to update, because I don't have the uh, updated comments. I'm going to take a second. What else happened this week? There were some other things, too. Oh, today's the big uh, cannabis convention Yes, I was Boston. just about to touch on that. A lot of our friends are there. Sh- yes. um, uh, I know Shandra Bratcher's going tomorrow on and Sunday. Chief from Mattapan, he would have been here, but, but he's, he's there. there. Yep, yep. And uh, I know uh, Tashonda is also there this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Brian Ritchie might go down Joe tomorrow. Joe Gilmore and the guys, they're all over there. A lot of people there. Yeah. We probably have less listeners today, because... They're, they're all over like there. The, yes. But it's a big event, and it's gotten a lot of coverage. And uh, It's my few, first one I'm not going to be at. I booked the first couple of them. Going on right now. Yeah, so I hope they're having fun. Um, there's also the big event today at Boston and Nationwide. Uh, yes, yes, the walk. The walk, save, what was it, save our schools, yes. save our kids, yes. something like that. Yes, save. it was huge. It was huge. In, in every major city, uh, it was happening. And I found uh, there was an 11-year-old um, black girl who was t- speaking this morning. I found that so inspirational. 11 years old, I was like, wow. It's amazing. Amazing. And I, I'm hoping that... I hope they all get registered. I know 11-year-olds can't vote. Well, no, but we but should probably lower the, the voting the age. <laughs> yeah. Well, the high school kids seem to be really revved up to, to I hope to, all these 18-year-olds vote. And vote. Well, I think I'm, a lot of them. 2010, this is going to be a huge election year, both locally and nationally. 2018, he meant to say. Oh, yes, 2018. I'm getting yeah. carried away. I'm dating myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm used to saying the old one. 
But this is going to be a huge year, 2018. Yes. It's, it's huge. This November, say. September. You, you got to get registered now. You got to get active locally and nationally. I'm convinced this is a huge, this is take back America time. Absolutely. From all the, 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 the crooks and the, 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 the psychopaths. A lot of crooks too. A lot of crooks. A lot of crooked. A and people know crooks. it's crooked. We need yes. to take it back from yes. that. Yes. Get some integrity back in democracy and, and government. Yeah. And and, and get, let's get get it back to where the people recognize that they have the power and not the people that they elect. And, uh, and that includes what Evandro Cavallo said at the state rep. Uh, contribute. Give a dog. Give somebody yes. to do a campaign. Yes. And on the good campaigns when there are good candidates. In our show as well. Patreon.com slash the young jerks. We're giving away t-shirts. Anyone who contributes 420 a month. Pledges on there. You can support this show as well. Money makes a difference. Small amount of money can go a long way. We're proving that. This is the uh, model we're on over here. We're supported by our listeners. Our local listeners. For we sure. have regulars that call in. Uh, if you want to call in, we'll take calls now too. 617-903-7464. We will open the lines. We had some calls earlier. We weren't taking calls. We are now. We went to, if you want to call in, uh, we don't have much time, so you got to be quick if you do. Uh, also, uh, oh, I know the comments. We were going to maybe yeah. read, some, read some of the comments. If they're still here, they may have deleted. Oh my God, did they already get deleted? Well, in the meantime, uh, for my listeners over at the reality and even here at the uh, Young Jerks, I'll be on the uh, Urban Update with. Uh, uh, Oh, my you got to talk about that, yeah. Yeah, I'm going blank. I Channel think, Seven. Yes, with Byron Barnett. Oh my goodness, Byron. Byron Barnett. This is huge. You're going to be on TV tomorrow. I'm going to be on TV channel tomorrow seven. morning at 11 o'clock. WHDH. Yes, Channel it's Seven. It's huge. It's prime huge. time. It's yes. 11 a.m. on a Saturday yes, morning. Yes, talking about my nonprofit Hero Nurturing Center. And my broadcast that I do every Tuesday morning from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. I hope you mention the Young Jerks, too. You're well, regular here. You're a correspondent, whatever regular. you call yourself. Well, yeah. you know what? I'm Everywhere I go, I mention the Young Jerks if awesome. they give me time. Yeah. I hope you mention it. I want to see it on Channel 7 tomorrow. Young Jerks. No, I'm not going to lie. I don't remember. He asked quite a few questions, and he asked me how many um, organizations I'm affiliated with. But, you know, it's, it was a quick, quick two seconds thing. Wasn't oh, yeah. that long? I, I understand. Yeah. I'm, I'm just hoping. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Judy. Well, uh, thank you. I'm proud of you because you're always standing up for, 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 for the folks who are fighting the hardest. And, well, and you know, the, the cannabis community should be happy to have you as their spokesperson. Yes. For folks who don't know this, I always listen. I, I come on here to make sure people know that. When Speaking you, of which, I want to I get to some And you come into the Facebook meeting on stuff. Wednesday? What meeting? Well, mass can. I uh, know. Yeah. No, no. Come on. I got dogs. I got too many dogs. All right. Well, but I want to. I want to. I've made a few comments today okay. on Facebook, and one of them got like ninety something likes. Oh wow! And that was about the Channel Five thing. Uh, one of the comments, a lot of them in support. People are actually going to the Channel Five website and kind of <laughs> harassing them about it, Good. which is funny. But uh, you know, when a major person comments, I I, I think it's worth reading. Shalene yeah. Title, Marijuana oh, cool. Commission, yes. Commission, love her. Love it. her. She said, uh, and you know, I may, maybe she's giving me a little shade, but it's okay. It's all right. My, especially about my post. Not perfect, but personally, I thought it was pretty good. She's talking about Kathy Curran's piece, I okay. believe. Okay. Uh, for a mainstream media report, I don't know the backstory, but just from watching it, it was a lot more accurate than your typical primetime news piece on marijuana. The lack of baseless fear mongering was impressive to me. If they did rip. Uh, off of uh, of you or anyone else, the people they ripped off should be proud. As always, just my opinion. 
For sure. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, proud the, that, the, that the big networks that they're repeating. To resort to ripping off of. I'm fine with of, that. Of Mike Crawford. I'm actually. This is what I want. Actually, I encourage yeah. that. Actually, but yeah. what I'm kind of mad about is not even the credit. Even though I said about the credit, well, it would yeah. be nice to get the credit. It would be but, nice. but way beyond that. It's about silencing these employees. That that really kind of with the gag order. Yeah. They reminded me of what the National Enquirer did yeah, to that right. woman. Uh, that they gave her one hundred fifty thousand dollars to kill the story. Right. So that she, she wouldn't talk one, about what she did with Donald Trump. That's which one? McDougal. 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 Because there's another one that was on, on CNN tomorrow. the other night. Yeah. That's basically what the National Enquirer. Yeah. They didn't give her one hundred fifty thousand for an exclusive story that they were going to print. They shut her down. That's what it felt like. WCVB did yesterday, and. I start getting crazy in my mind, starting wondering if Howard Kessel, the guy in Netta, has ties to, to WCVB. And then I realized, yeah, they did raise some money together for some causes. Wow. Very interesting. You just wonder. I mean, I just did not like the, what they did, especially knowing that we had a reporter from WBZ Channel 4, CBS, who wanted to go full board on the story that I wrote. She mm -hmm. was totally into it. Okay. We'll see. She might because next week, next week, people, we're just getting into this a little bit. Next week, yeah, we have one of those people that was gagged. Wow. One of these employees coming in. He is he is not happy. Talking to teams. he is not happy with what Channel Five mm, did me last everything. night. So when I'm speaking today, I guess that's kind of where I'm coming from. Okay. And I hear Shalene's point. Uh, I guess I'm a little proud. You know, I'm not even. It's not even my own proudness. I'm just proud of our community now. Right, right. That they're picking up on this and that they follow our show and they support our show and they listen and they hold people accountable now. Yes, and and then it's going mainstream and then it's not all about the crazy. You know, right. Because Shalene has a point. That story was yes. actually better than yes. some of the other stuff you've Absolutely. seen from these outlets in the past in a lot of respects. I agree. So it's not all negative against Channel 5. And right. some people are happy with it. Some of the people who are even the whistleblowers are saying, hey, it wasn't that bad. Right. So, you know, it's just my immediate impression. Uh, I also went off... Uh, um, not really went off, but I, I, I put up a bounty. Did you see this one? Wow. No, I didn't I see that I put up a one. video <laughs> bounty. I didn't get in trouble with it. On whom? The leaders of the Mass Patients Advocacy Alliance. Wow. Uh, uh, Michael and Nicole, I basically said that uh, we will. I'll put up $100, and Brian Riccio immediately matched me for 50 So it's a $150 reward to anyone at the AnyCan this weekend, the uh, Cannabis Convention, that gets right. on video Michael and Nicole answer, answering how much money they take from dispensaries. Wow. And why they haven't disclosed that, why they won't disclose their individual contributions when they come in, just like any campaign would. It, you know, if you want to represent the patients and you're taking matters. money from dispensaries, we want to know how much and when and from who. Transparency matters. And if you ask that question and get it on video, whether they answer it or not, if, if you have them on video, you know, Guffing, you know, running away, you get 150 bucks. Send I'm, it in. This is good. So we put that out. Some people like that. That wasn't quite as popular, but that was somewhat. People did. Now, that got shared quite a few times. Now, back to the McDougal thing. Did you actually, did you watch the Anderson Cooper? I watched thing? a few seconds of it. Now, maybe. she said she didn't get paid the whole $150,000. Um, really? She said she only get got 55% of that money. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute. Did well, they? then it's not really enforceable, exactly. right? Exactly. And she was saying, you know, a whole bunch of I wonder things. why they're all talking and they have, they cash themselves. Well, my, my thing is now, listen to yeah. people I, I want to make it very very clear stop hushing yourselves anytime a media outlet comes to you and says we want the exclusive and they better be offering me 150 G for the exclusive 
Like if I got something that's burning and that people need to know and that uh, puts people at risk, health risk, and I'm a whistleblower, I'm going to talk to anyone that comes, WBZ and ABC. I'm talking to them both at the same time because I know one of them might not do it. Right. And, and uh, you know, one in the hand is better than two in the bush. You know, you know that whole thing and right. like burden. In, and if you don't have that burden hand, you you really don't know what they're going to do with the story ever. Especially with the bigger TV networks and the and the local affiliates, you can't trust them. You yeah. can't say I'm going to give. I'm going to bind myself for months, not talk to any media about this story that just broke in another outlet that people want to talk about. I'm going to give you the exclusive and trust that you'll do it right. Yeah, that doesn't work. It didn't work out for some of these uh, employees. And I'll also say that to people who have been harassed, you know, stop signing your rights away. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the media, is power. It is money. Media matters, man. Don't don't uh, hush yourself. All right. Uh, phone number again: six one seven nine zero three seven four six four. We see some people listening. We I think we have more comments now than we did earlier. Well, let's let's funny. see some of them. Uh, Read some of them. To, uh, someone corrected us and said today's march was the march for lives. Thank you, Mike. March Driscoll. for lives. Yes, thank you. Uh, he he, he, want, he also wants to bring up the whole Cambridge Analytica data scraping thing with Facebook. That's tough for us because now we're on Facebook Live and people like watching us there. And yeah, now we. I mean, obviously, I I've had issues with Facebook for a while myself. You can see in some of my reporting for Dig Boston. It's funny, Facebook's AI, they, this is basically how they do their customer service through artificial intelligence. It's awful. Uh, they finally did something nice for me on Facebook this week, which was hilarious. What did they do? They got rid of a fake uh, Young Jerks page. Oh. Uh, like an imposter. Wow. They immediately took care of it when I reported it. When, you know, so many times when you report something, yeah. or, and I don't report a lot, but well, you, you don't you talk about it. Well, how did you find it? They, they don't do it? anything. Well, how did you know they had a fake one out there? Uh... I just saw it in a search or something. I was oh, looking at okay. my own page. Okay. You know, like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Maybe that's how they uh, ended up with Trump uh, in the house. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, one of our supporters, listeners, she's always listening to Ainge. Ainge writes, uh, I didn't harass. I called bullshit. With a smile <laughs> face. Now she's talking about WCVV. She was one of the people who commented over there Good. saying you should have talked to Mike Crawford. Yes. <laughs> so you got people who defend you. I got some support. I mean, yeah. that's the thing I'm always laughing about now. I can get mad and angry, but then I'm like, you know what? People are hearing it. There's yes. people liking it. They yes. get it. They know what I'm saying. Where and I'm they fight from. for you, so this is good. Yeah, they should. Because I'm fighting for them. Uh, I was just going to say. Otherwise, I'm about to give up. No, you've been so doing it for a long I've time, man. Up, you've been doing this for a long time. I have. That's the thing. So. Sometimes you think you need a vacation from it, but not lately. You know why? Because I got good people around us. We've got a good station here. I want to thank Tom Maroon behind the board today. He's been kicking ass. He really has. We're getting it together over here. You had a good show today. You had Little War Twins on. <coughs> oh, today. yeah, yeah, exactly. People can watch that as well on the on the uh, WEMF uh, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. That was a great interview. What's the name of your show on, on Saturdays? The Feedback. It's on from 12 to 2 p.m. Talking about local music reviews. And I love international little, music reviews. I love Little War Twins. They're like the best. Oh, best yeah. people, good music. Right? They debuted a new single on, on WEMF today. Awesome. We get to break it. So who are you having on the next show? Next week, we're going to have Lee Smith. He's a former New England Treatment Access employee, whistleblower. He's going to have a lot of dirt. He's going to have some stuff that's never been heard before. Wow. Breaking so news, we're huh? We're going to break some more news this week. And uh, you'll probably hear it on WCVB in two years, but they'll <laughs> censor it heavily. 
It's funny when people talk about censorship. I know what censorship is. Right, right. It's censored and you know, repeated and ripped off. But this is how it gets done. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, finally, the mainstream's catching up to where you've been for like 20 It's the years. listeners and the technology we have now. So yeah. we can get to the listeners. The listeners, you know, they're, they're, they're our repeaters. Yeah. They're the ones, you know, it's so funny. Uh, even just anything that comes on this show now gets repeated out. Good. Especially when it's truthful. So. Well, this is good. Yeah. It's to our audience. I want to thank you so much. Uh, people like Michael Driscoll listening, Ainge. You know who you are. Sean Birdie right now is listening. We don't usually do shout outs, but we're doing them today. Just because it's it's what you, it, it really is about you guys. We'll listen to Grant Smith, another one who's always been a regular listener. Uh, we used to have Dan the Man. He is calling anymore. Maybe if I say his name today, Dan the Man, yeah, Dan the Man. Calling Put out the bad call, but you know who you are. I, I just yeah, give them some attention. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Thank all our supporters and all the listeners. We and appreciate We're early guys. today. We're not going to spend too much time. We have uh, uh, at 8 p.m. Monica Cannon coming up. Man, yes. You know she's got a show on here now? Who? You know Monica Cannon, Grant? I know her, yes. She's, she's got a show. On my she show just started a show, 8 p.m. on yeah, here. Yeah. On uh, EMF Radio. I congratulated her last week. The I'm Activist so Hours. Happy for her. Yes. Yeah. You're coming up with uh, From Violence in Boston. From Violence in Boston, yes. You can watch it on Facebook things. too tonight, yes, 8 p.m. Absolutely. I'm sure she'll be talking more about the rally today. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. The March for Lives. Yeah. But um, we, we really need to get, get, get guns off the streets. It's just too much. We do. It's too much. It's too much. There, there shouldn't even be a debate after the Sandy Hook, you know, after that, I thought... After Florida, Parkland yeah, was... Well, just, dude, Sandy Hook, I, know. I thought, okay, I know. enough, 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 yeah, well, enough's enough. Right. Babies, enough's enough. Something's going to be done, but I don't know. NRA uh, owns our Congress, pretty much. In, for cheap money. Oh, for cheap money. You know, all these gun nuts who are like conspiracy theorists, you, you fall for the most ridiculous conspiracy theory. You think like... Uh, the New World Order, George Soros wants to take away your guns, right? And you think that they're staging? This is, you know, you think they staged Sandy Hook, right? Yeah, it's crazy. You think the government's in on that? Well, the NRA buys Congress for like less than $50 million. Not much money. <laughs> Jump change. If they got so much money that they can stage elaborate hoaxes, why can't they just buy off the Congress and take away your guns? Why can't they even pass any? They can't even pass... Things like, you know, raising it to 21. Right. They can't even pass the most minor, moderate proposals. There's not nothing. There's no reforms. None. It's just, uh, people live in fantasy land. The NRA is the lobby that is actually stopping the people from acting on this, so... Yeah, and get out of crazy world. Yeah, people. they're blaming it on mental issues, you know. And and again, you, you can't blame it all on mental issues. You can't legislate mental issues. For, furthermore, because somebody could be at a supermarket and just you know snap whatever. Right. The, and price, it the price is too like, high. You know, even in you know, we do have a lot of mental health issues in this country. We do more than others. More stressors, less you know, less what we were talking about earlier. Restorative justice. Exactly. Less, less common sense, like you know health that right. people you know we don't invest in that we're all about hard work and, and no no pity prevention. no pity no, no, prevention. no empathy yeah, no, no empathy. compassion all about money but uh at the same time too like you know we've all experienced someone for whatever reason had some mental health issues mm-hmm. and you've seen even like the you know the nicest people who would never be violent all of a sudden they have an episode you know what i'm talking about oh yeah what do we call those uh triggered yeah well they yeah and some of them have uh psychological conditions uh, yeah 
I'm losing my train of thought on the well, words. Well, whether it be, you know, um, schizophrenia, schizophrenia or any of those um, mental issues that people yeah, struggle with or, or bipolar uh, The last or thing any you want things. is when some 18 or 19-year-old young man has one of those episodes is to have him with an assault rifle with thousands of rounds. Why are we doing that? Yeah. People say, well, he could still kill people with a, gu- with a, with a knife. Yeah, he could, but... Not as many. Not as many, not as quickly... Uh, and there's a chance that there's going to be some, you know, guy like me that knows how to we'll get the knife him. out of his yes, hand. Yes. Whereas with an AK, you can't. Not so much. You got to be close to him. You got to get close. It's hard yeah. to get close. Well, the, the cops get in Brooklyn, they ran off. They right? didn't even try to go in to do anything. Much harder to fight. Not someone that I'm saying. Unarmed you know, when they have I'm a not machine judging, gun. Judging those police officers who didn't go in, by the way, yeah. I'm not judging them at all. Because yeah. I don't know how many people would run into uh, an AK, an AR. And you know what I like too about this uh, whole rally too. Uh, it's bringing out some of, some of these kids that were Parkland survivors. Mm-hmm. You know, white kids. I don't know how much. I, I don't know much about Parkland. I don't know if it's an upper class. It is. It's. Area. A, I live it? nearby there in Coral Springs. It's a middle class, upper middle, middle class okay. neighborhood. So some yeah. of them have money, yes. obviously. Most for but, the most but, part. You know, I, I I think people forget. It's very simple to say. You know, you live in Newton. You live in Brookline. You have money, right? Not, not. And when in reality, like Seti Wong comes in and says, you know, like I, I don't even know the number, whatever it was. Let's say it was ten percent, fifteen, twenty percent of the kids in Newton, yeah, were on the school lunch program because yeah. they were poor. That yeah. even the rich communities end up having people left behind. Yes. It's weird how that happens, but it does happen. Mm-hmm. In Marblehead, Massachusetts, where I live, you know, Brian wants to give me a hard time about the. The Lily the White, folks. the rich folks, but there are poor people up there. Yeah. They're not as many. They are a lot of them get pushed out, but they're still up there. There's still a lot of them. Uh, still proportionate. There's still exceptions to the rule, and you know these kids addressed at least I think it was today or yesterday to people of color and said, you know, yes. we understand. You are right. Yes. That. America doesn't seem to care as much when it's been happening in your places, in your hoods, in your schools. For decades, and that. now it happens in a you know white school, and we have the privilege to have the media's attention, and we're going to do something about it, and we're going to do it for you, with you, yes. and we recognize our white privilege I to have that. that. I loved that. I thought I it was so. It. I was proud. It gives of those me kids. hope. Yeah. yeah, the Parkland kids—they actually went down to D.C. when they had that ex- that other shooting, school shooting, and they said, "We know." That your voice isn't being heard. Your right. voices aren't being heard. And so white people need to here. look at that example yes. from those kids because so many white people get upset. Even like Rose McGowan this year, you know, she was a big uh, a hero for victims with Harvey Weinstein. But then you know, trans people and black people started asking her stuff, and she got really offended. She said, you know, she she didn't handle it like these kids did. Right. She didn't handle it and said, you know what, I am a white woman and I do have a little bit of white privilege here. Uh, but I'm a victim. I mean, no one's taken away from those kids. You know what I mean? Like, right. we need like this is how uh, what white privilege is about when you recognize it and you handle it well. Yes, that's you all be, it is. Be you the just, change. Yeah, be the change. You can do it. It doesn't mean that you're giving up anything. No, that you didn't have a hard life. I had a hard life. I had a single parent family. Right. You know, I had a lot of. Uh, you you wouldn't believe some of the stuff I overcome. Like right. even from like they thought I was mentally mentally <laughs> slow as a child. Right. Like you know you can tell I'm really not that. Hopefully, right? No, no, <laughs> you're a brilliant guy. No, but you know so these things exist in all places. But yes. I still have a white privilege. I still have white skin. There's still people and customers that I have right now 
that look at me and think, oh, he's trustworthy because yeah, he's a white guy. you're a good guy just because you're white. It's, it's easy. Yeah. And if my skin was tanner, I, I would Well, it's a little bit like mine. It'd be a little bit yeah. of problem. And that's not with all people. That's no, just a, it's, it's not. a percentage. Yes, yes. And so that's what the, you know, and this is on in every instance in life. So yes. this is what we need to recognize. Yeah. We're getting a lot into everything today. We oh, sure yeah, are. And, I, and that's why I love being here yeah. with you, Mike. Because no one's calling us. 617-903-7464. If you want to call in. Because they're busy listening. Yeah. yeah they're listening. engaged. On Facebook. They don't like to get off the Facebook and call anymore. They're that's engaged. Funny. They people don't want to miss people would rather message you on Facebook than call you now. Yes. Even in real life, yes. not, not even on the show. This is the way it is. And people are talking about getting off Facebook now. <laughs> I don't because think it's, it's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think. I don't see it I happening. see some people threatening, and some people are. It's just Some a big threat. names, Elon Musk. It's just a threat. Off it's just a threat. He'll be back. The Boston Globe is even talking oh, about Oh, they'll be back. <laughs> yeah. I know lots of people who, oh, I'm not going back on Facebook. Next thing you know, they're back. Yep. Six months, they're back. Yeah, bro. Yeah. They're addicted. Anything else uh, we have to plug? You're going to be on Channel 7 tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. And we got to just remember um, to, to, to make sure people stay engaged with the voting process this year. Not just, you know, uh, the, the national. Um, the local. The local. All these special. local races. Yes. We've been talking about Secretary of State. Yes. I want Josh Gavin, Gavin right now. I, I mean, uh, over uh, Josh Jacob Josh over Galvin Jacob. right now. Right. Big time. We need young blood. Galvin's this been This young man, forever. Evander Cavallo, that came yes. in today. He's been assistant DA. Yes. He's saying all the right things. He means yes. all the right things. He's got action He'd behind it. He'd be a it. great change from For Dan DA. Connolly. Yeah. Yes. We have yes. a governor's race coming. We've had two of the three candidates. We're going to invite some of them back yeah, again. Yeah, we need a change from Charlie Baker. Yeah, we yeah. do. We he, sure he doesn't do. listen to what the people want. Again, we we the cannabis um, community can um, affect uh, 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 some some real change this this year. And yeah? we're going to open legal cannabis in Massachusetts too. Yes, so we're going to keep fighting for social consumption, yes. for delivery only, for the things we didn't get. Absolutely. We're going to keep fighting yes. with this show. Yes, absolutely. And, and so we're going to expose any of the corruption from these big players. We we showed it on Patriot Care earlier. Uh, last year and this year, we, we went after Netta uh, uh, to a degree. Anything we see out there, we're going to continue. And especially with your support, patreon.com slash the young jerks if you want to support us there. That yeah. helps. And uh, We got some new t shirts we're going to order for anyone uh, giving us $4.20 a month. I know Chief has, he's going to get a t shirt. Uh, I'm, I might have. I think I have some extra T-shirts too. If you want one too, Judy. Well, I was just about to address that. You know, I'm a guest. What I'm size are you? I'm a medium. Well, medium, I might okay. be a small, but I'll take a medium. Uh, well, let's go after the show. We'll go check my car and see if I have cool. any mediums left. Sounds good to but me. We're gonna order new, uh, new ones too for all of our patrons. And I just want to let, let all your uh, viewers know why I, I I've always supported you, but I come on your show all you know as often, and I'll be on here regularly. It's because you you keep it real, you know, and and integrity matters to me. If anybody knows me, I, I keep it real. That's and why so, I love you on the show. You're I, really I listen, good. I, I Once I heard you on the show, I liked you before, I, and I thought you were special. I, and I remember I was going to invite you. I did invite you. You Something did. Happened. You did. You it never did. worked out. We should have come back. But yes. Then I went on your show, and I was like, wow. Yes. We can calls. And no, I, that's someone uh, else's well, No, I think that was you. Oh, okay. Well, I, um, I I need you to come back on my show when, when in the summertime. Definitely summertime. And um. But no, I, you know, as we leave, yeah, I want to get heavy now because yeah. you mentioned on the show today, yeah, your son was murdered. Yes, my son Paul Anthony Fife Jr. was murdered almost five years to the day. I buried him March 9th. He was murdered February 22nd in Charlotte, North Carolina. He was actually um, studying to be a computer science engineer. 
we loved putting together things, building things, creating things. And um, three months before graduating, he was murdered at Club 935. Mm. They uh, actually- Where was he going to school now? He was North going Car to Johnson C. Smith University in Charlotte, North Carolina. And um, this particular club is owned by friends of Michael Jordan. Okay. And um, they promote specifically to college kids. And uh, that's one of the things that I'm, I'm working hard to uh, make sure that folks who um, send their kids off to college know what the um, area looks like, do right. some research. And I did a lot of research, Mike. There are lots of kids, even back as far as 1946, who have gone off to colleges, various different colleges, and have disappeared, who have gotten murdered, and right. their murders have not been solved. A lot, yeah. A lot. So people ought to be aware of that when you send your kids off to, to school. It's, it's college can be scary. I've seen a lot yeah. of stuff when I was in college, a lot of violent. Incidents, unfortunately, fueled by alcohol, oftentimes. And that's another, um, his murder is another unsolved murder, and so this is why I've been working really hard, and I started the, the non-profit Hero Nurturing Center, and I'll be talking about it on um, Urban Update tomorrow, because our walks, the healing walks that I've started in the uh, Blue Hills Reservation, they'll be starting August, I'm sorry, April uh, 21st, if the weather's nice. If it's really cold, then we'll postpone it for a warmer day, but we're starting April 21st. We meet at 12 o'clock. You can. You should come. You should I would come love to. I don't think yeah. I can, but yeah. hopefully I'll make one. I oh, want yeah, to just you're give walking you a your dogs at, at 12 o'clock. Yeah. We have no coverage. Yes. I want to give you a huge hug, though, like, honestly. Well, thank just, you. Just, I, I mean, you lost your son. What was, it, what was his name? Paul Anthony Fife Jr. Paul Anthony Fife Jr. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're still looking for the killer, right? Yes, they are. Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department, shout out to them. They uh, call me as well, and they said that the case is not cold and it's not closed, and so I thank them. And there's a reporter, uh, Dan, I'm sorry, David Centendry of Fox uh, 46. Uh, of all places. Down in Charlotte, He's yes. He's doing good work. He's doing good work. He, every time I call him, you know, David, I need to talk to the people about my son's murder, and I need them to keep it, you know, in the, the, the news. He Every year, he, he comes and he calls me or sends a video or something, so I thank him. That's awesome. Yeah. Hopefully, uh... And he's a white guy, by the way. So oh, really? just people, Yeah, I listen. So, you know, I'm, I'm not partial for, 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 for color. As long as you're good to me, I'm good to you. I hope uh, they find the killer. I mean, that's going to be really I, it's, hard. It's it's devastating. Some days I'm I don't even know myself, so I can't even remember stuff because it's so overwhelming, Mike. And so I try to keep my best foot forward. Right. Yeah, I can tell. And uh, yeah. So like when when yeah. when that ha like is there any kind of leads that they've been researching? Any kind of clues? Anything? Well, they 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 have stuff, but they can't tell me. They they say because they don't want you know information to get out there, right. and then you know it gets all muddled and, and whatnot. So I'm hoping that they have they're close to finding somebody who who may have done it do you think it was a random thing or do you think it was somebody well, new i think maybe um someone that he knew he had a, a verbal uh uh dis dispute in the club that night and it only happened his murder happened after he left the club so mm. from my estimation it may have been the people he argued with potentially mm. But then there were other things, nefarious things. The club owner had gone to prison, got mm -hmm. locked up for racketeering. A whole right. bunch of criminal activity had been going on in that club. And so the police feel that my son was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. But you never know, Mike. You just no, never you know. know. You That's never scary. know. Yeah, it is. Wow. Well, on that note. 
on that note. We love you. We're going to send you love, Judy. Well, thank you. I I'm love sure you, I'm sure people ben. are commenting on our Facebook page about it. I, my phone just died. It ran out of juice. I'm trying to plug it back in. And it never gets any easier to talk about it, but you, you've made me so comfortable. So I'm not crying. Normally I'm crying and can't even get my words out. Good. So thank you. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad, that, you know, because sometimes I can be very awkward. And you know what? It wasn't awkward. No, it wasn't. You know why? It's easy talking to you. You're like well, thanks, someone Mike. we love. Thank you. And I love you back. And thanks for the love. It's appreciated. All right, we're the young jerks. We're going to get out of here. We have love. Yes. Uh, we'll leave you on that note. Yes. Oh, we're going to say, don't give up. Love. Keep fighting. Support us. Yes. Support the good campaigns, the good candidates. Yeah. Um, and stay I'm going to support a razor. I was trying to shave. I was trying to find time. I'm definitely going to try to... I can't remember the last time I saw you. you without a beard. Be a little cleaner for you next week on the Facebook okay, Live. Because cool. it's getting right... It's really getting crazy beard. Jeff Lawrence from New England Cannabis <laughs> Convention calls me crazy beard or weird beard or something. It is getting well, really. Well, folks, like, so you're really handsome underneath that beard too. Just to just folks. It's know, getting really. Just funny. in case it's people don't funky. know. Yeah. <laughs> well, sh why don't you shave it off and let people say see what you really look like? I may. I may. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I'll probably get rid of most of it. Just and keep the mustache. Yeah. Just like yeah the keep mustache. the mustache. Get rid of the rest. Next week. We'll okay. See. Sounds we'll good. see how lazy I was. I can't. <laughs> I have like ten things I have to catch up on. So I'm sure you'll do it. You could do it. <sighs> You're a multitasker. I know you are. All right. Next week uh, we'll be with the whistleblower on Netta. I want to hear all about Stick it. Stick around. And I think Tishan is coming in next week. I think Brian Riccio will be, be back. back. Tom Maru will be here, right? I'll be here. Looking forward to some more time with Brian Riccio, as always. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> We'll see you next week, yes. uh, Young Jerks, 6 p.m. Thank you again, Judy, for being here. Thanks for having me, Mike. I'm so happy to be here with you. Thank you, our listeners, supporters, and uh, thank you for our guest earlier. Ivano uh, Yes, running for district attorneys. Check him out on Facebook. Like yes. his page. Give him some money. Support him. Give him some love. Yes, we, we need change in Boston. We do. Massachusetts. Yes. Imagine a black man deciding who gets prosecuted. Imagine. 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 Boston. Give him a chance. Yeah. Who's not a Republican? It's only been happening one other time, and he was a Republican. Yeah. This time we have a, like a Democrat who actually gets it, a young person too. Yes. Not some like old Democrat. Right, young man. Yeah. And he's compassionate. As give well. it a chance. Give it a chance. Get involved. Don't give up. Don't be uh, influenced by Russian bots who want you to be Think agnostic. Politics doesn't matter. You give up. Fight. Yes. Stand up. Fighting. Get organized. Go out and meet people. Yes. Do things vote. I won't do. Go out and meet people. And if you're not registered, go ahead out and vote. Or Register and, and go vote. And, and listen again. Support the show. Like us on Facebook if you haven't. Spread it around. Send it to your friends. Invite your friends. Share it to your Facebook group, please. Yeah. Please do that. That yeah. helps us. And be here next Saturday at 6 p.m. All right. And every Saturday. Yes. For the Young Jerks. We'll be back. We'll see you then. My, I'm Mike Crawford. We'll see you next time. I'm Judith Foster. See you next time. Young Jerks. Do you need a medical marijuana recommendation like I did? Do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike Can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical, legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient, nine Massachusetts locations, Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, 
Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk, also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation. Get legal. CanacareDocs.com. <laughs>